Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate Pentecost Sunday, and we begin with Psalm 104. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Together, Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are great indeed. How manifold are your works, O Lord. The earth is full of your creatures. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord be glad in his works. Pleasing to him be my theme. I will be glad in the Lord. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Together, Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Our gospel for today is taken from John chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has said to me, so I said you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. On Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. We gather and fill the church singing Christmas songs, lights on the trees, and joy in our hearts. On Easter, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. And we gather and fill the church singing, Alleluia, Christ is risen. Today is Pentecost. And I cannot stress enough the power of this day, and the significance of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he made clear that he would not leave us orphans. The Holy Spirit unites us to Jesus and assures us deep in our hearts that we belong to God and that nothing will ever separate us from his love. It's on this day that the church is born. Pentecost heals divisions and brings us together 
as a church. At Pentecost, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, people from every tongue, race, and nation are brought together in Jesus Christ. God has reconciled us individually to himself through his son, Jesus, and through him we have been made one body in the church. You know, in Acts chapter 2, we see this clearly. Listen, when the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together, and suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit can change lives, yours and mine. So what is it that we should pray for or really ask the Holy Spirit? I want you to listen to this prayer. Breathe into me, Holy Spirit that my thoughts may all be holy. Move in me, Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Attract my heart, Holy Spirit, that I may love only what is holy. Strengthen me, Holy Spirit, that I may defend all that is holy. Protect me, Holy Spirit, that I may always be holy. That beautiful prayer written by St. Augustine calls upon the Holy Spirit to make our lives and everything we do holy. It's an important desire that we should all have in our lives. We come into church and we dip our fingers into the holy water. We listen to God's holy word. We receive holy communion, and we leave here to live holy lives. And if we open our hearts to the Holy Spirit, we will be given the strength and the courage to live holy lives. Holiness is a call that we all have by our very baptism. It's a response to your primary vocation. Holiness is what you choose to do with your life. Holiness is doing those things that please God. And it's what you do with your time and your actions. Holiness bears fruit. A holy person is truly devoted to God. God is number one. And it's the realization that I am set apart from the secular and keep my eyes on what is sacred. God desires for you, God desires for me to be holy because God is all holy, all glorious. You know, during the Sanctus at Mass, we pray, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. And we see this in the book of Leviticus, chapter 20, verse 7 to 8, sanctify yourselves then and be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Be careful, therefore, to observe my statutes. I, the Lord, made you holy. And then as we 
move into the New Testament, in the very first letter of Peter, we hear, but as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in every aspect of your conduct. For it's written, be holy because I am holy. Now, this desire by our God for us to be holy is so strong that we are given the gifts of the Holy Spirit to make that happen. You know, in Luke's gospel, chapter 3, verse 60, we hear John the Baptist saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I'm not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The Holy Spirit then is to first purify, sanctify. A symbol of purifying is, is fire. And this fire destroys all that clutters, all that is sinful. When Moses came before God, it was in the burning bush that he heard the words, I am who am. And this fire that he encountered is a holy fire. Nothing that is impure can stand before God. Moses came down that mountain seeing things in a new light. The Spirit purifies so that you and I become pure of heart, so that we may see God as the beatitude proclaims, blessed are the pure of heart, so they may see God. To be purified, made holy, is to become a person of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. To be holy is knowing that you are an instrument following the call of God. My brothers and sisters, the reason St. Augustine's prayer is so powerful is because the Holy Spirit fosters intimacy with God and builds spiritual strength and stability. The Holy Spirit guides us to be useful and effective for God's purpose, for, for all to be holy. You know, in, in St. Paul's second letter to Timothy, we're told to turn from youthful desires and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord with purity of heart. And I love this phrase. Listen to it. Avoid foolish and ignorant debates, for you know that they breed quarrels. A slave of the Lord should not quarrel, but should be gentle with everyone, able to teach, tolerant, correcting opponents with kindness. That's holiness. And that is definitely the work of the Holy Spirit. On this solemnity of Pentecost, we hear once again words that our Lord desires. Receive the Holy Spirit. We do not live Catholic lives in our own power, but in God's. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit. On that day of Pentecost, the disciples were filled with dunamis power. Now there's a word for you. What I like to call holy dynamite. Dunamis is a Greek word and means power. 
dynamite we know is explosive. Today, as we believers in Christ, disciples of Jesus, are filled with that same power as those first disciples, we then are empowered by the Holy Spirit to be dunamis disciples, dynamite disciples, dynamic disciples. May each of us, by the power of the Holy Spirit, be the disciples God has called us to be. May each of us know and experience the fullness that comes from being indwelt, guided, protected, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.